0: K-Y-W original podcasts. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tom. Tim Jimenez back with me in the studio for a quick update to one of the stories scroll down has been following for a long time now. It's about Peter B.R. We talked about him in episode 40 and episode 48. So if you have a chance to catch up, go listen to those. But Tim, for someone who doesn't know Peter's story, can you just get us up to speed real quick? Of course, Peter B.R. a
1: lost boy of Sudan, came to Philadelphia in the early 2000s. He graduated from Central High School here in Philadelphia and then LaSalle University. After that, he went on to Harvard, Cambridge. He worked at the World Bank. Uh, But, Tom, he decided that helping those in his home country of South Sudan and pushing for peace in the middle of bloody civil war, that's what
0: he should be doing with his life. So that is that became the focus of his life. So he uh, he goes back to South Sudan Mm -hmm. And he gets thrown in prison. He's been in this notorious prison awaiting trial. We don't really know what the charges were. Information was very sketchy when there was any information. And then earlier this week, we got some news. No, yeah, we did. Um, after yeah, you mentioned that he's been in jail this whole time, not
1: knowing what exactly the charges were against him. Now, his family and friends, they were saying he's, he's being charged basically or he's being punished because he's been very critical of the government. And again, South Sudan had been going through civil war for a, such a long period of time. It's a very bloody civil war. Uh, people from both sides uh, dying there. And there was thought that Peter would be charged with treason. But uh, well, let's go back to March this year. So again, eight months after he was arrested, Peter had this court appearance. Uh, now, what that appearance was about was there was this, this riot. The, the prisoners at the, the, the Blue House had a protest. They wanted to be treated better and they even drew arms. But Peter, according to his team, was pushing for a peaceful, nonviolent resolution. A judge sided with Peter, saying, Yeah, he didn't do anything wrong during those riots. But the judge allowed a particular case to go forward against Peter. It was uh, Penal Code Section 80 in South Sudan and it was actually based on an interview he did with Voice of America during the time of this prison protest. Uh, now, despite the fact that uh, in the interview, Peter discussed the protest and the facts that were already out and people knew about what was going on, he was convicted. This week, he was convicted
0: and he was sentenced to two years in prison. So he, he gives an interview during this prison riot. And what uh, what does that make him guilty of? Uh, that's a great question. Um <laughs> Just reading the uh,
1: the actual uh, the terms here, according to his attorney, again, under that that, that section 80 that uh, he, quote, participated in a gathering with intent to promote public violence, breaches of the peace, uh, or bigotry.
0: There you go. That's what's being said uh, that uh, Peter somehow did. So he's, he's convicted for something that he, I'm air quoting, did while he was in prison. Right. What about the charges that? got him into prison in the first place. Are they acknowledging what's going on? Sure.
1: Uh, From my understanding is there was no mention of that. He hasn't been charged for any of that. Uh, Again, the fear was treason uh, that he had been so critical of the government in the past. Uh, But what these particular charges are, actually, this particular charge has to do with this radio interview that he did. And this is according to his lawyer, Jared Genser. And uh, his his team and his family and friends. So um, I guess this is something that they weren't anticipating. It's definitely, his friends here maybe more on the legal side they could have been, but his friends here were not anticipating something like this uh, popping up again. He didn't do anything wrong, and he actually tried to to defuse the situation in the prison, and even uh, and this is something the judge even acknowledged that he was trying
0: to tell the prisoners to not be violent and drop the gun, drop the guns. He's been in prison for a year. Does any of that time count toward his new two-year sentence? Well, according to his friend,
1: uh, Ryan Miser, who we've been talking with basically for this entire year, Tom, uh, Peter will be credited with time served, uh, which is about a year. So that cuts the sentence in half, it looks like. Uh, but again, I mean, the hope is, of course, that if he does have to serve this entire time, that he's out by then. But uh, Jared Genser, his attorney, who was uh, tr- tried to get a, a, a peace activists out of jail, all kinds of peace, peace activists throughout the years, the hope is that uh, his work and the work of his other attorneys would, would get him out earlier, of course. He's filing with the United Nations, saying that Peter, this entire time, has been unjustly prosecuted and, and in jail without being charged this entire time. So the hope is that an organization like the U.N., which has been vocal about this, that Peter should not be in jail, can maybe do something and put some pressure on the South Sudanese government to let Peter go.
0: So Peter got sentenced for two years for what amounts to talking to a journalist. Another person charged alongside Peter got 13 years for terrorism and spying and insurgency and his lawyers as that's all nonsense. It seems like there's there's a lot of fluctuation when it comes to the criminal justice system in South Sudan. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that is something that uh, Peter has been talking about, that his friends mentioned that to me as something that he has talked about. And they, in more of their studying, find out that, yeah, a lot of this is arbitrary. What does the government want to do on a particular day? So, yeah, you mentioned that uh, an accused person, along with Peter, he's a businessman and a philanthropist, 13 years in prison for ter- terrorism, spying, and insurgency. But in other cases, people are just released. Political prisoners or whoever are, are just released, according to Peter's attorney, uh, for whatever reason. So this whole process, everything seems to be just arbitrary, maybe on a whim. And that is also part of the argument that that Peter's attorney is trying to make here, is that
0: you know there's no real what's right, what's wrong, I don't know. It's important to note that Peter and a lot of these people who are in jail are political prisoners. They're in prison because they are saying things that the government does not want them to say.
1: Sure. And, and the government has maintained that there are no political prisoners in South Sudan. And as we've seen, as we've been covering Peter and, and, and just learning about the whole situation, you've had this whole civil war. Um, that's not the case.
0: All right, Tim. Thanks for coming back. This is, this is a case that obviously both of us care a whole lot about. So we'll, we'll keep following Peter BR and we'll let everybody know if uh, something else happens with this case. Thanks for coming back Tim. Thank you, Tom. All right. That's it. Thanks everyone. There's a new episode coming out Monday, so I'll talk to you then.